Hi, I'm Deborah Stengel, founder of Sedona Soul Adventures. On my podcast, Soul Sync, the alchemy of life and love, where I give you the secrets, the alchemy, the magic of how you can have the life and relationship of your dreams. Coming to you again from incredibly beautiful Sedona, Arizona, and I'm so happy you're here with me again. So today, I'm going to talk to you about my backstory, because I had a number of people ask me about that, and also, I'm an example of how life is full of second chances. You just have to take the chance when it shows up. Back in 1999, I was a burned out, stressed out divorce attorney. I hated my work, depressed, in an unhappy marriage. $50,000 in debt, and more than 40 pounds overweight. Coming to Sedona for the first time totally changed my life. And then three years later, I started Sedona Soul Adventures, and now I'm obsessed with helping other people transform their lives and relationships because now I know it's possible. So no matter how messed up your life is right now, or how messed up your relationship is right now, that can change. So I grew up in a very dysfunctional home. And after working with people for over 40 years, my experience is that most people had stuff happen in their childhood that somehow messed them up. My father was an alcoholic and my mother was what they call an AA, an enabler, Because instead of dealing with the fact that my father was an alcoholic, she was always saying he's not an alcoholic because he's not in the gutter and he works. He just has emotional problems that he deals with by drinking. Well, okay, that's an alcoholic. And of course, we weren't supposed to tell anyone or talk about it with anyone. So adding on top of the insanity that happens In an alcoholic household, we had all the shame and the guilt and growing up with everything just being so unstable. And and from the outside, we looked great. We lived in a beautiful neighborhood, belonged to the country club, went to private schools. But the truth behind that facade was that my father was in constant financial trouble because of his drinking, and eventually my mother had to go to work to bail us out. So my mother was someone who was obsessed with all of us being very successful. So she was very focused on us getting good grades and doing lots of activities, and I took dance lessons, and my four brothers were in sports and Boy Scouts, and And she had not been able to go to college. It was the the most terrible part of her life for her because her father literally lost the farm during the Great Depression. So she was always saying, you are all going to college. The boys are going so they can become doctors and lawyers. And the girls are going so they can catch a doctor or a lawyer and be educated enough to talk to him. And it pretty much turned out that way. In my family, we have a doctor, a dentist, an engineer, and I became an attorney. But everything was always about 
doing, doing, doing. And if we weren't achieving, if we weren't doing, 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 then something was wrong. And we all pretty much turned out to be (laughs) these type A personalities who all do too much. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved my parents. I know they loved me. I love my brothers and my sister. But growing up that way really impacted all of us. So I got to college and it's so weird because I think I was so programmed to find a husband that even though I wasn't thinking about that consciously, it was so ingrained that I found him in two weeks and he was studying to be a lawyer. So I did what I was trained to do. I caught me a good catch. I got married the next year at 19 And within 30 days, I knew I had made the mistake of my life. And then disaster really struck. My mother got cancer. And what I didn't know until after she died was another deep, dark secret that my father had been carrying on an affair with another woman for over 20 years. And this woman was our family best friend She even spent Christmases with us and went on vacation with us. I mean, how crazy is that? And my mother pretended to us that they weren't having an affair, but I found out very shortly after her death that she did know, and I believe that's what caused her cancer. She felt stuck and completely powerless. She was Catholic and believed she couldn't get a divorce and that there was just absolutely nothing she could do. So shortly after her death, something happened that completely changed my life. As I was driving to law school classes, I listened to a psychic on a morning radio show. And the psychic was just spot on in all of her readings that she was doing with the guests. And something about it really stuck with me. And even though I had never done anything like this before, I called in and made an appointment for a reading. I got with her and she told me that mom was in a much better place and at peace. And I told her that I was worried about my dad, who was not handling my mom's death well at all. And she said, he's very sad and he's feeling very guilty, but there's someone helping him who loves him and who, and who he cares deeply about. And she's a large woman with dark hair and her name starts with an M. And I said, that's Mary, but she's just a family friend. They don't have a romantic relationship. And that's what I believed because that's what my mother told me. So this psychic, an older woman who seemed very wise, she says to me, well, there's a relationship between them. And I kept up the party line and I kept telling her that, no, she was wrong. My dad and Mary were only friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And this little silver-haired lady looks me in the eye, and she smiles sweetly, and she says, there's sex there, dear. And, And then she said, in fact, they're going to get married in September. It will be very sudden. He'll call you on the phone to invite you to the wedding. So I just vehemently, I mean, I, I got mad. I told her this was not possible, and I just left thinking, why did I even do this when everyone knows that psychics are just a bunch of bunk anyway? 
But then two weeks later, I had lunch with my mother's sister, who was a Catholic nun. And she talked to me as if I knew all about the affair and that my mother knew all about it. And my aunt told me that she believed that this is literally what had killed my mother. And then, of course, a few months later in September, my dad called and said, Mary and I are getting married this weekend. Can you come home? So the psychic had completely nailed it. And I became fascinated with spirituality. I read books about near-death experiences. I learned about past lives and astrology. I started studying meditation. I did also traditional therapy. I went to workshops. And all of that is what started me on my spiritual path. And although my mother's death is still the most terrible thing that's ever happened to me, this is now something that I look back on and I see the gift that came out of it. One of the, one of the things that my very German family finally started saying after that was, I love you to each other. And also it opened a pathway to me having a really deep and loving relationship with my father when I was able to release my judgment of him and finally come back into loving him. And it started me on my spiritual path. So growing up the way I did instilled in me the belief that I had to do, do, do in order to be more and have more. That that somehow by being more and having more, I would be happy. But in my life, I have not found that to be true. So fast forward to 1999. I'm an attorney. I followed the plan of being successful, but I hate my work. I'm in an unhappy marriage, not the first one, yet another one, because like we talked about in the last podcast, we all unknowingly and unconsciously take on the patterns of our parents. So just like my parents, I was in an unhappy marriage. I was financially unstable. I was overweight and I was unhappy. And during this time, I would pray and meditate and I would say, God, I am so unhappy. Please tell me what to do. And I would hear this small voice say, you need to leave your law practice. And instead of listening to that, I would get angry. That's how disconnected I was. How can I possibly leave my law practice, I would moan, when I'm $50,000 in debt and I'm the sole support for the two of us. And I got so depressed that one day I went into the garage and I was going to turn on the car. And I was drinking Jack Daniels, trying to get up the courage, but I couldn't get myself to do it. And looking back now, I'm so glad I didn't do it. It makes me so sad to think about how many people get to that point. And I certainly understand. But luckily, I was saved. My, my therapist was also an energy healer, and I didn't tell her about the, the incident in the garage, or she would have done a much more drastic intervention. I was just telling her how, un, how unhappy I was. And she suggested I go somewhere to get away from my work and my husband and my worry about the debt. And I was like, I can't afford to go anywhere. And she said to me, you can't afford not to. 
And we started talking about where should I go? And I suddenly heard the word Sedona in my head, even though I had never been here. I didn't even know exactly where it was. And through a strange set of circumstances, I found a small retreat center and decided to put it on my credit card and <laughs> come for three days. And the healer who had the retreat center, Ranjita, who is now 25 years later, my best friend, asked if I wanted to do a session with her. And I said, no, because I shouldn't have even been spending money on the trip. So I wasn't going to spend any money on my sessions. But after I spoke with her, I decided to do a session. And that session was one of the most incredible things that has ever happened to me. In, in the session, Isis, the winged Egyptian goddess, appeared to me in a vision. Now, for five years before that, I'd been hearing this voice telling me, you need to leave your law practice. But this time, what Isis says to me is, if you don't leave your law practice now, you're going to die like your mother did. And oh my God, that stopped me in my tracks. I realized I was exactly the age my mother was when she had gotten sick and then died five years later from cancer. I could see I was on the same path. I was unhappy, frustrated. I felt stuck and hopeless, just like she was. I knew I had to change my life. So I went back home to Omaha, and within two weeks, that $50,000 debt that had consumed me for over five years was suddenly gone in an instant. And I'll tell you all about that in a future podcast. But what I did know was that I had to heal myself from my past, from the patterns I had taken on from my parents, from the wounds and the fears and the limiting beliefs, what, what I affectionately called gunk, that were holding me back and causing me so much unhappiness. So the next thing I did, I spent six months closing my law practice. And then I came to Sedona for an entire month to do deep healing work with Ranjita and also with other healers I was finding. And Sedona is a Mecca for metaphysical healing. There are so many practitioners here, and many of them are just truly incredible. So years before, I had started out doing astrology readings and psychic readings, but now I was doing the really deep work of clearing and healing the gunk. So I came out for that month, and then a couple of months later, I came back for another month. And then I went home and then I came out for another month <laughs> and it just sort of naturally happened that I was spending about half my time in Omaha and the other half coming out to Sedona to do this deep healing work with the different practitioners I was finding. And I did this for three years, <laughs> coming half time to Sedona and working with these incredible practitioners, never with any idea of ever doing anything like, you know, having a business or anything like that. The only thing I wanted to do was my own personal healing. And then suddenly, two weeks before 9-11 happened, I was in the same room where Isis had appeared to me almost three years before. And she suddenly said to me, it's time to move to Sedona. And I'm like, why? What am I going to be doing in Sedona? No answer. 
And my experience is that they never show you the whole thing. They only show you the next step. But by that time, I knew that I had to do what I was being told. So I go back to Omaha and the real estate agent said that it would take six months to sell the house. And I sold it in three days for more than it was even listed for. So I took that as a sign. I moved to Sedona and I sat here for like six months going, okay, I did what you told me to do. Now what? And suddenly I started having dreams about what would become Sedona Soul Adventures. And I was shown in my dreams how I could take the healing that had taken me three years and put it together for people so that it would take three or four days. And they showed me that the key was that it was me working in private in one-on-one sessions with these amazing practitioners. That's what had made all the difference and changed everything for me. And that I could do the same thing for other people. So that was over 20 years ago. We started with 10 practitioners and now we have over 60 and we've helped tens of thousands of people with our retreats, which are private and custom designed for each individual or couple. Individuals leave happy, content, and at peace knowing their life's purpose and ready to live it. Couples are able to let go of the resentments of the past, rediscover the love that brought them together in the first place, and bring the sizzle back into their relationship. It's so funny to me. I was a divorce attorney for 20 years, and now I've spent another 20 years helping people stay together. So hopefully the karma is balanced out by now. And even after all these years and helping thousands of people, I'm still amazed at what happens. So that's my story. And I'm really hoping that what you got out of this is the idea that you can have a second chance, no matter where you are in your life. I was 47 when I left my law practice, and I started Sedona Soul Adventures when I was 50, over 20 years ago. It's never too late to start living the life of your dreams. And don't do what I did. Don't wait until things are so bad and your life is in total crisis. The other thing I want you to know is that real and lasting change is possible. You just have to do the work to find and heal the gunk that's holding you back. Because when you start living in connection, life becomes just incredible. So, If you want to start living an incredible life and having the relationship of your dreams, think about doing a retreat with us. We have such incredible results because we custom design each retreat for exactly what you need. You're not going to get exactly what you need at a group retreat. They simply can't do that. They can't address the needs of 100 people. It's not possible. What brought you to where you're at is different than what brought somebody else to where they're at. That's why custom designing a retreat for exactly what you need is going to give you exactly what you want. Click the link below to get all the information or go to SedonaSoulAdventures.com. Call us and let us take you from where you are to where you want to be. You can have the life and relationship you want. I know it.